Hey, what's going on? This is the Breath of Fresh Society podcast here today. This, my name is Lamar. This is Aja. All right, now today we got a good topic for you guys again. Uh, we just definitely going to try to get more content out to you. Um, so today's topic we have is uh, called um, Don't Judge a Book by Its Cover. Um, basically, uh, in subtitle, Stereotypes and Breaking Barriers was uh, the subtitle though for this one. So um, in regards to, you know, stereotypes and you know not judging you know by appearance a bunch of different factors there we're going to discuss a little bit about that like you know what are some key factors that comes with like you know judging books by its cover not literal books you know you it's a it's like a metaphor so all right going from there so how, what do you want to start up with that well this topic it can go a lot of different ways because when you say you know don't judge a book by its cover. That's always something that I was taught from a young age. Don't really judge people by what they look like. That can come into play when it comes to the workplace, school, jobs, anything. And that is something common that we see on a daily basis now in the world. Like, just for example, let's just say, like, millennials going into interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like we get downplayed a lot because a lot of people don't like the sense of confidence and attitude that we have for our generation. So right. it's kind of like we're looked down upon. Either we're going to be hard to deal with or hard to work with or we speak up too much like the other generations don't speak up as much as we do right and and i think that is being considered like a a problem to a lot of people because it's like you know or you speak millennials you're talking about the generation afterwards or you're talking about oh we are the millennials (laughs) so yeah i mean like well the new generation okay so i mean that's what i meant to say so the new generation you know of course their views are similar, but you, there's a big difference between, like, you know, millennials, and I think that's where a lot of this topic is going to be based off because we are millennials and we are, you know, just it seems like we're more vocal and spoken, outspoken about a lot of things, and it, that, that definitely ties into, you know, recognizing when you're being stereotyped or judged by your cover, which doesn't just necessarily have to be your race, it could be appearance, attitude, you know, all of those factors come into play. But stereotypes are usually, you know, breaded from like what people are told another person or, you know, whatever should be or is. And that's basically what stereotypes build from. Because it's like if you don't go by a certain lifestyle or you don't have a certain look, they don't expect you to be in that certain, you know, situation or event or area, you know, things of that nature. So it's kind of like it ties in a bunch of stuff. I believe it's important to just recognize it nowadays because, you know, not gonna say the world's a little more uh you know it's it's a little more awoke to awakened or whatever awakened to like the fact of a bunch of bunch of stuff that's happening like you got uh of course we got race you know that's one main thing that's targeted but then even down to you know if you have a certain mindset or a certain set of beliefs your beliefs are getting you know stereotyped now so somebody can be again you can have the wildest outmost outlandish beliefs and still, you know, be stereotyped a certain way based off another factor. So people don't really like people to just like want to like speak out and be, you know, more out there and outspoken now because it gets you judged, I guess, and people are afraid of that, I guess, yeah. judgment. And that's why I say this is, this can be a wide range 
topic because it's not always based off of looks of judging people. It's based off of character, how you carry yourself, different things like that. And I just do feel like it is hard nowadays, of course, to express yourself without other opinions from other people. It's like they say, oh, freedom of speech, but then you say stuff and it's an issue. It's like the acceptance of you being able to have to do that, but when you actually say it, now you're gonna get judged. Now you're gonna get looked at a certain way. And it's, it's not gonna lie, like a lot of people in the world today, some people have thicker skin, and that's what it's always come down to, those people with that thicker skin that either you know are willing to say or that endure that type of you know judgment and just persevere past it. But it's, it's definitely, like you said, it's a wide range topic. And like you speaking on like, you know, just like getting you know basically getting judged when you for like saying you have the ability to say what you what's on your mind or what your beliefs are but if it doesn't agree with somebody else's that's definitely going to put you in a different category so now you're getting stereotyped into a category just because of your own personal beliefs so it's like the government the law of the land says you can say whatever you want but upon amongst the other people if your beliefs aren't the same you're still going to be judged and stereotyped. And it does also come down to looks because a lot of times um, when it comes to, like I said, in the workplace, I'm just going to use this in as, as an example, people that dress a certain way, they may be stereotyped because, oh, you know, they might not dress the nicest, but they could be, you know, have more information or know more stuff or be able to put themselves in a higher position than you it's not always based off of how you dress or present yourself like um presenting yourself to the public is a thing but my thing is like like for example like a lot of rich people don't dress like they're rich why 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 portray that why you know if you're rich and I say in the terms like this, I'll switch the word. I'll say rich, but let's say if you have wealth and you have, you know, you know you have some money in your pocket, you know, you know, you're well off. Most of those people don't, you know, they do go by like brand and design because they want to be in fashion still. But there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot of rich people that don't dress that part. They don't feel like, yeah, I got to show you, you know, I have millions of dollars. Like, there's a lot of people that say like, I feel personally with that, like that's the wildest thing in the world like you feel like you know you're buying regular t-shirts and these t-shirts are three four five hundred that's a white t-shirt with a little bit of writing on it it's three four five hundred dollars for a t-shirt and then you're buying like you know so i'm just not gonna go too deep into that part but like as far as expensive clothing like you know it's it's, it's just a, a being in the in the know like being the, the it thing is definitely what causes that so but for those people that don't look at wealth that way i do believe those are the ones that really are well off you know, if you gotta buy a certain amount of jewelry, get a certain amount of outfits, designer clothes and shoes and stuff just to prove you have some money on you, you know, that's not showing well, that's showing you looking for approval. Yeah. So with that I feel I always felt like that. Like I said, I do like my own fashion stuff. I love I love like clothes and shoes, but it's like I you said to put yourself in a position where you question yourself, like, I'm buying this outfit. It looks similar to a little less expensive outfit I could buy. I'm gonna do that just cause I wanna feel like low-key I want to show you know I got it but my thing with that <laughs> is with me I never feel as though I live beyond my means if I'm gonna be walking around with a five thousand dollar outfit on hmm. then I need to have 
three, four, five times that in my bank account. Yeah, I like I did like when you said that. That that that's how my mind is. Though. Like you're right, definitely right. See, that I get, and that's where I'm coming from. Like I could look at the the the, the shoes, you know, and the clothes that's up there in price, but it's like you know, now, is that reasonable for me? And then that's why I feel like nowadays it's good that people in the world ask those questions. They don't, they don't buy off of impulse as much because they're like, why am I doing this? You know, like, it's okay to want to have the nicest things, but if you aren't, that comes down to, again, stereotyped into wanting to be in the know. Like, you feel like you got a designer belt, you feel like you got, you know, saying, all this jewelry and clothes and all this stuff, all this fashion, designer fashion stuff, and cool, that has value, but you're wearing it to show you're still looking for approval. And like, again, I feel like if you have true wealth, it's not really about I'm say what you're wearing, but that comes down to you being stereotyped. There's another thing. If you see me on the street, a pair of balling shorts, a t-shirt, some some slides on, you might not, you know, okay. And this comes yeah. back to a conversation that we had before in a different podcast. Like, you know, a lot of times like we'll go out places together and mm-hmm. like certain looks and stuff that we'll get, like oh, we yeah. we don't belong there, like we don't look like we could afford certain things or right. different things like that. That goes along with judging a book by its cover either Definitely. too so personally yeah we did have a personal experience it was a dinner that you know she took me to for my birthday so and uh you know we was dressed decent it was like a upscale kind of place for real um but you know like i didn't notice it at first of course i'm just enjoying myself the food was nice the drinks were nice whatever it was it was nice so you know looking to my left she's like why are you staring at our face so we look over and this lady is just like literally looking at the lobster on me basically like we <laughs> and, couldn't afford right, and, to, to buy the lobster yeah, or something like the look that you get and it was like just because i guess you know for one we probably seemed a little younger then but at the same time i guess it was honestly i don't want to look was, too young to afford a piece of lobster yeah, i'm gonna say i don't want to call it out like that but you know <laughs> it's like dang you know so i gotta be so you're telling me i have to be uh, of certain standards to to be able to eat somewhere like this it's not i can't just have it to do it, you know, and I'm paying so, with debit, not credit. So yeah, you know, <laughs> so and that's like, a, but that's why no, and that's seeing that's a that's a double negative low key for us in the situation aspect. It's like we we did good with that because we didn't feel the need to like you know address it. We didn't feel the need to try to prove something because that's where it comes down to. That's when you're not compromised and beginning. You know you're being stereotyped, but you had the resolve to just be like, you know what. I'm okay with that. You can you can be that way. You can be a sour ass, whatever, <laughs> about this shit. I'm gonna be fine. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, it, it gets you for a second because you're like, dude, people still do this type of thing. But then you turn around, you're like, you know what? I'm and content. it wasn't like the crazy part. Like you know how some people will just like glance at you, right, and then look away. It was like she was glaring at us the yeah, whole time. Yeah, like yeah. that, it was crazy. I wanted to ask you, you want a piece of this uh, fried potato ball I had on my plate? And that's not the only place that we've gotten looks because we'll go out to like nice places and stuff from yeah. time to time. And it's just every time, maybe it's just the area that we live in. More than likely. I mean, where we go to, you know, it's it's like, honestly, and I go lie, that comes with age too and comes with, uh, I guess, like growing mentally, you know, because it's no problem with those other restaurants. Like, you know, we could go to the normal chain restaurants like Fridays or whatever. I've been Fridays that much. But Fridays, like Red Lobster, you know, all that stuff is like, you know, franchise chain restaurants. I'm a little older now, so I definitely like to explore and go more places. And definitely, you know, since I'm not always, I wasn't always hip to that stuff. I was like, you know what? It's nice to try something different, something nicer. You know, we don't always get those looks, but you definitely can feel a vibe or some energy when somebody's doing it. And it's basically simply put, they're stereotyping you or they're judging you. But 
this podcast is to address that issue of judging the book by its cover is definitely not the way to go in life definitely because you know it, it's it's you never know who you're going to meet and i said the one thing that's taught me something more about this is the field of work i used to be in as far as like interacting people back then like my the best example for that was me working like at one of my old jobs and i meet a lot of people it was like i said I, I, this is i was uh <laughs> customer service associate at best buy and I'll meet people from all walks of life. These guys come in their normal office. One dude I met, he was a web developer, man. He was coming to pick, in a, pick up a computer and a keyboard. And I just asked him, like, I said, hey, man, so you got a business account with us? He said, yeah. And I said, okay, I said, what you do? Regular, normal, white tee, shorts on, and some, some vans. He was just like, yeah, man, I'm a web developer. And he was telling me about everything he do. He said he had a company. He was buying some software, too, for to start his business. But the guy looked normal. He had a short conversation with me, and I was like, man. So I wasn't, I didn't judge him, I didn't stereotype him, but, you know, I was open to the fact that, even though he's dressed the way he was, he definitely <laughs> was on his shit. So it was like, it was kind of cool. That was a big example for me. Like, man, you never know who you're going to run into. These people come in there all walks of life, and I used to be like surprised when they tell me something about what they were doing, like career-wise and job-wise and all. So that's something that goes against keeping an open mind towards pe- your fellow, uh, you know, citizens of the U.S. It's like, don't just be judgmental and try to, you know, be biased and just assume somebody's life is a certain way when you never know. Because you, yeah. Yeah, and this is something that I get a lot because I tend to be one of the more, depending on the situation that I'm in, the more quiet person in the room. And it's always like, I say it's not always the loudest person in the room knows the most. And that can be in any situation. Because a lot of people, that's like judging somebody. Um, they may not speak up as much, but that doesn't mean that they're not paying attention. They don't know what's going on. Because you being loud and being outspoken and stuff is not going to get you any further than me. Basically. Being more vocal... Just because you're saying more words, it don't mean it, it can weigh the same. Like a big talker, basically. <laughs> yeah. If you say, you can say more, but it can hold less weight. Because I'm the type <laughs> of person, I'll sit back and kind of like analyze situations, and I'll know what's going on. I might not say nothing, but at the end of the day, I done already figured out half of the stuff that y'all are already talking about. Like when it comes to like situations and like, um, this goes back to like my my current job like in training like um I was one of the more quieter people in class but I ended up succeeding past a lot of stuff that other people didn't succeed past in the first like quarter of me working there so it's like it's not always the person that speaks up and wants to be loud and have all the answers for everything like you can't judge people by their temperament and stuff like that either People think a lot of times because I'm quiet and I might not say much, like I'm weak, but that's not always the case. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that aspect has changed a little bit for people, but that is still true. A lot of people would consider silence being weakness or, you know, just because you're more composed, it's, you know, you're not like, I guess... You know, I don't have a thick of skin. I'll say that because I did say it's people that have it. Or it can be the opposite, too. A lot of people think sometimes because I'm quiet, I might be stuck up or bougie or something like that. But I'm just a really shy person, to be honest. Yeah. And again, that's okay. So that will come back to like 
okay, so this is like a question kind of, but it's like an open-ended, really, I guess. Um, so, being us talking about getting stereotyped, uh, can you think of one time that you feel like you were stereotyped, uh, you know, based off either, you know, appearance or, you know, I guess something you said vocally, verbally? Like, you think of a time that you were... You know, you feel like you you felt like you go put the vibe that okay, this person's judging me or you know, uh, stereotyping me based off uh, a factor that they know nothing about. So something like that. <laughs> I mean, yes, because um, you know, like when back when I first met you mm-hmm. or whatever, um, I was first getting into school and stuff, right? Going to school with you know Alexis, best yeah. friend or whatever. And we had moved into a house or whatever. So people used to judge us based off of us, I guess, being in the position that we were at the time that we were, you know, stuck up and we had (laughs) money and stuff just because we moved to a house right after college. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, but that's just, you know... That that's a, so that would be okay. I got you. Yeah, that's like an appearance thing. So what it seems based off of your current situation type thing. Okay, cool. Okay. Like a lot of people, like we, well, it's like we have similar personalities. So she's really shy too. But when you get around people like that that are similar to you, you both open up to each other. So like you know from hanging out with us how we are. Yeah. But like a lot of people will like. I don't know, treat that. I think can't think that's kind of why we ended up being friends the way that we yeah, do. Yeah, and that does because we have similar personalities. But a lot of people will misjudge her too, right. based off of the way that we act or the way that we carry ourselves. Basically, stuff like that. Like even like the way that you say that we'll, we'll talk sometimes. Yeah. Like you're a black white girl, like stuff like no, that. Who <laughs> that? But no, I I've guess. heard stuff like that before. I mean, people probably say that because, and and that's old. Oh, that's something I'm glad you said. I hate the fact that people take, uh, you know, proper etiquette, grammar, and verbiage a person use and 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 tries to like down it or you know talk bad on. It. And it's like why? Like you know, that is something that always used to get me. Like back to grade school. Like it's straight. Like. I hate when people used to judge off of that. Like, just because you can sit there and read out a book fluently. Like, I was angle, I was a good reader, very good reader. So, I, you know, I, I'm using that as a small example counter because it kind of fits for this topic. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm going to go back a little bit of time with y'all right quick. So, I used to, like, you know, when a teacher calls on you in class, you read. You know, I used to wait for my chance to read because I used to be like, man. Soon as I started reading, people were like, "Dang, you sound proper as hell." Like, saying, like, you know, telling me, and I'm like, "Bro, like, what's wrong with having good, you know, what I'm saying, grammar and being able to read?" Yeah. And the people, and I hate that people used to judge of that. And they used to try to make fun, and it was like, "Bro, are you serious?" Like, and then it, and it's stupid because back then, I was one at first too. I used to let that get to me. Let me, let me get stereotyped or called out, judging me, you know, from how I read or whatever. And it used to make me be like, all right, I'm just going to shout up and not say nothing. So now I'm like, bro, screw that. You know, knowledge is getting praised now. It's 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 something good to be have Knowledge is something good to know things. And people actually are praising knowledge now, which they never did. And I think that comes with people starting to accept, you know, certain things in the world now. 
and starting to understand that people can be different. You know, there everybody has differences or unique or uniqueness about themselves. So in that sense, being said, that's why I was like, I feel like being judged by what is, you know, one of the factors we've been mentioning here is definitely something that I feel like. Yeah, you, that's why I mentioned the whole thing about like that was like a poor example of what I was trying to explain. But just going growing up in the area that I grew up in, basically there were a lot of people that judge you based off of where you're from. Like, even when you heard where I was from, like, uh, people mentioned, like, oh, my hometown, oh, people from out there got money and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, but you, people like that, you feel like we can't struggle like everyday people either? Yeah. That's where the kind of, like, judging comes in for me because it's like, my mom was a single mom still. Like, right. we had a good life, but... Just because we're from a certain place, we can't have the same struggle as you. Basically, yeah. I mean, that's why that comes down to somebody's, I'll say, uh, them being a certain level of open-mindedness about stuff. Because it's like, I ain't gonna lie, I do used to do that based on when I heard, because that was what I came up on hearing. Like, I was coming up on hearing that people from certain places generally have more money, they're better well off, and that's what I was coming up hearing. But I wasn't teaching myself to judge that way because I was like you know everybody can go through something like life happens to everybody so at the end of the day I was like I would think the same thing because that's how I was you know it was put in my head and still that that's how it works people automatically think oh bigger house nice area oh they must be living a great life right and that's judging a book by its cover like you don't know what's going on behind closed doors right right so as far as we say you know stereotypes and differences set you know We've been talking about it for a little bit now, but in regards to a stereotype that, you know, what is the leading factor you believe that comes with, you know, stereotypes? I mean, it depends on the situation because we've been kind of jumping all over the place, to be honest, with this subject. Right. So can you break that question down a little bit more? Like, what do you, what, in what aspect? So when I say that, what do you believe is like the most dominant factor in people? Like, you know, as of the examples we use, like we talk about uh, race, uh, you know, appearance, um, I guess status in the world, like those, which one do you believe is the leading most dominant factor in uh, getting stereotyped? Out of all the factors? Yeah, the ones I just named, like I'm just saying, which one do you believe, you know, is a, you know, the leading, like, causing people to be stereotyped or you know looked at judged by to be honest i'm just gonna say race yeah do you now okay do you believe it's definitely multiracial or is it just definitely multiracial like of course there's a lot of issues and stuff going on when it comes to african-american people of color right but there's also people um, of different races like there's middle eastern people that get stereotyped Mm -hmm. a lot Asian people get stereotypes a lot, Hispanic, like, they have the same struggles that we have a lot. Right, right. Now, granted, I used to say this because I wasn't aware of it, but the Middle Eastern, you know, I think this is like a stereotype, but at the same time, they are very resourceful too. I feel like they are judged, you know, based off of what we have been taught as far as in no offensiveness to any, you know, race, but, you know, that's streaming from war and all. They they get, that was instilled in us as fear. Like, we were to look at those people of Middle Eastern descent, 
as you know a threat they weren't seen as equal you know for the you know hispanic culture and uh, mexican people and all that so the president before biden you know you know we're not gonna get too deep in it but he was deeming hispanics and mexicans as you know what did he call them rapists and terrorists and all you know basically you know and people and i get that and that that tore that band-aid of uncomfortable conversation off when he started doing that but we're gonna leave that where that is for african-americans it's always been a struggle here now we do do harm to ourselves now in regards to like the you know the black on black crime thing not saying it but in regards of not making ourselves knowledgeable and not making ourselves aware or even trying to grow and come together more so with that I feel like African Americans kind of like we we haven't caught that break yet in regards to not not being stereotyped because as long as we feel like we can't feel just as safe as the next you know culture or the next race of people then that's a problem that's definitely going to remain a problem and that's what I feel like stereotypes of race definitely hits hard for you know all races you know there's some that definitely do hit harder so yeah because it's crazy like some Middle Eastern people are the nicest people yes. that you will ever meet. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand the way that they get treated. The same thing with Asian people as well. And it's just like, with our, with black people, it's more prominent because that's what this country is kind of built Don't off of. Yep. But it's like other races and stuff do have issues mm-hmm. as well as us. Wait, I got to go back to that. I'm, I got to stop on that point you just made. You said based off of what the country is built on, and that's... That's crazy because it is it, wild, and that's why I say you hear a lot of speakers talking about, oh, it's, you know, we've been dealing with this for this many years, that many years. I'm like, okay, cool, but I'm like, man, we got we're in a time where like, you know, it's kind of trying to evolve and minorly change, but it's still happening, and that just shows you there's a problem there, because we we looking at it as dang, like we're still in fear of that because of knowing that we are being stereotyped, knowing we are being judged, like, you know, knowing that in, in, in my case, if I, if I have to go to trial, but I got to have a civil rights case, I can't just have a normal rights case, you know, that's showing a lot of stereotype. That's definitely stereotype. You know, a man of color of any descent goes into a civil rights case versus, you know, there are separate laws to protect certain people, and that's showing prominent too. You know, they, they just did the Asian hate crimes bill. So now look at that. We're not going to get too deep into it, but it's showing the differences in people and what they're willing to accept here. Like, there is no... And we have to create a million hashtags and movements <laughs> before we're able to move forward and yeah. not be judged for certain things. Like, it's just something that I saw when I was scrolling earlier. Like, the hashtag support black businesses. Right. Like, why does that even have to be a hashtag? Like, why? We can't just... That can't be natural. It's basically compartmentalized away like from... Like, we have yeah. to get a way out there to say... Right support us right so that's why i said every uh, multiracial definitely stereotypes happen to it but it's been hitting you know african-american culture the longest and with that that's why i said and it's crazy so it's been hitting us so long that it's instilled in every you know person of african-american descent that it hits them like at one point in your life you're going to be like dang like this is what we deal with like you're going to think like this is what we deal with this is how our world is and it's like it's you you learn about the history so that it's getting instilled into you that's the only history they teach you that the world was hateful in the last 200 years and was judging you know and won't accept in any other culture or race but one so you know it goes back but that's what it that boils down to the stereotypes thing like it's definitely being judged because it's like 
automatically they see you that's your appearance is the first thing someone will come in contact with so when they see your appearance oh okay yeah you're automatically deemed one factor that they know already that you're of different color and that means you have a different culture so that means you probably don't have the same views as me so that yeah that definitely is something big so glad you and said it goes that. both ways to be honest because right. there are a lot of people of other races that you know do see eye to eye with us right. and don't have issues but it's just those ones and the stir the pot that make it worse for everybody mm-hmm. and, and that's true and that's the hard pill to swallow that's the tough thing to say but it is true not only like there like you said but there are people that make it look exactly what you know the other races think it is and it's that's it's, that's just how it's going to be but that comes down to those other races not judging one piece of the puzzle just looking at everybody individually as a whole that's where the equality thing comes in that's where the you know accepting other people's cultures and beliefs and you know learn a little more about each other definitely to prevent these type of situations because and this is i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off but this is something that me and likes talk about all the time like how people love to steal our culture and dress how we dress act how we act but they don't want the race that comes along with it so we're judged for dressing dressing a certain way talking a certain way having certain personalities but when another person comes and wants to make fun of it make skits or just dress like us talk like us it's like they're accepted more. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're making fun of our culture, but they, it's accepted. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's something I've been seeing, too. You did bring that to my attention, because I was like, it kind of, it won't get as bad as it was at first. But then it got to the point where I was like, okay, like, if you can sit here and want to, you know, model after the, the culture, but can't accept the race itself. Like, then, now that goes back to they may believe the same thing we believe. No style belongs to one race. So it's fine with them. Of course, we don't own it. But it's like, you want to live the lifestyle. You want to be involved in how, you know, you what you portray that all, you know, people of a race are acting like. See, I'm not trying to be race specific, but you know. So, you know, just if you want to do all that. But at the end of the day, when it comes to, like, real life issues that go beyond and that hit on a different level, you don't want those problems. You just want to be able to have the style and the appearance, but you don't want to face the racial, you know, injustices or even the situations that come with it because it's simple stuff, you know, but since it's been instilled in us about that's how the world operates, just imagine that if that's what you were taught, you like any race, if you think about it straight up, if you when you taught history in school, only race that you hear about that majority experience, you know, hate crimes and killings mass killings and all that stuff other than okay the holocaust as well so two events the holocaust and slavery like literally like hand like these are situations that you know deem like this is what you're taught you're taught that there was hate in the world for a certain race of people and a certain type of people you know it's it it basically was instilled from you in school of uh, people of certain races to like realize like wow this was our position in the world and they don't teach about the positivity they don't teach about acceptance they you know they're, they're bringing things slowly together like about the the aging crimes bill the acceptance of the lbgtq community how the side goes okay all right thank you so yeah the acceptance of everything else if you can accept those people's changes and differences if you can accept the agents you know 
hate crimes bill and where that stands for of course definitely that needs to be some changes and stuff for you know people of african-american descent definitely want to just address that because it's 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 real like you sit there and you think about what's going on and how they're they'll give you a taste of what you want in regards to you know showing a little things are changing but then it still shows it snaps back to reality and it reminded that nothing's going to change with but it's like it's up to the people in the world you know there's enough of us in this world here that we just start accepting more and understanding each other more that can make a difference that's where it's going to start from everybody accepting it you know it's understanding somebody else's point of view in regards to how they see the world and not saying accepting their beliefs because if you have your own that's fine everybody should be equal but at the same time accepting something and not judging each other because and then we all basically human so it's like yeah and what else do you think goes hand in hand with not judging a book by its cover does it come down to like how you were raised as a person as well hmm i would say yes and that's strange from now this is a p- opinion this is definitely an opinion but based off of what you just said i would say yes but only because you can be brought up in a certain environment and it it won't corrupt you if it's some negative beliefs or you know upbringing behind it you can be corrupted into it by just being around it but that comes with resolve and being right if it's taught to you yes it's going to be it's going to 100% affect you it's going to change your mindset you may not if and if you have any ill will towards those beliefs that are negative to you that means you're more open-minded and more able to accept differences in the world including people religions whatever cultures in general you'll be able to accept more people and this goes back to the whole thing about millennials like our generation was kind of the generation that was crossing over from those racial barriers of you know our parents and grandparents and stuff so i feel like we are more open and stuff to like change and viewing people differently so that's that's like a thing yeah so when you say that, if you, if you as you saying with us, you know, millennials, we're more open minded, right? Okay. Like not judging people by what they look like. We, what do you think? Excuse me. What do you think led to that? What do you think led to the millennials like us? You know, having them more open minded. What do you think? Is it because of the acceptance of more things, or is it just because the knowledge, more knowledge? I feel is out like there? the world was evolving a lot hmm. from with the time period of us growing up from the 90s early 2000s and stuff like it was a lot of evolution and stuff in between that time of us growing up now okay yeah i agree with that and for me to piggyback on what i asked you though i do so i think it came also from the availability of you know what's the media i think it's definitely a big impact as well on that that goes back to, like I said, the rich people, the famous, the people that they show you living a certain lifestyle and it's basically instilling different beliefs in people that actually is going to be like, oh yeah, this is how I want to live. So if I can't afford this, I can't afford that. And to be yeah. honest, like this goes, like you said, social media too. Yeah. Like this is the new show that I'm watching on um, Netflix um, called, I can't remember exactly what the show is called, the but circle. yeah, The Circle. And that's basically like a show based off of perception because you don't really know who the person is. Like some of them are catfishes <laughs> and some of them are real people right. and they kind of have to like try to, that's basically don't judge a book by its cover. Basically, okay. 
Okay, yeah, I see. I haven't checked it out yet, but okay. So yeah, that that does tie in. Because everything that you see on social media is not always what it seems. Right. Because I said they'll show you, you know, and that goes back again to the media is the biggest influencer of, you know, ideals, uh, what's going on in the world. Like, if something is happening, how can you, like, you know, change the belief? Like, if somebody, they tell you something like Lord of Land, you automatically adjust yourself to that. So they can say tomorrow, oh, in the Constitution, we're not going to have freedom of speech no more. They can do some, I'm just giving an example. And that'll change the world. Like, you literally adapt to that change in an instant. And it's like, dang. So, like we said earlier, like, having the ability to do that, I do believe those freedoms are instilled to us to a certain extent. But I do think it comes with consequences, too. So, with that being said, like, I do believe that your upbringing and what you are taught goes hand in hand in how you, you know, would view things. So, for millennials, we have our, I think we definitely have that upbringing that supports our beliefs like a lot of us we came up you know we viewed of course families situations happen in certain ways but we got like the beliefs and we don't just you know accept like what is showed because it it, it seems like i see so many people nowadays you know random people on social media like huh this is happening everybody's brain is like going they they got a thirst of knowledge and a thirst to understand like what is going on in the world because this stuff some of it's definitely just plain right not morally um correct in the world today yeah and like i said this is a very broad topic because this is more of like a conversation we're kind of all over the place with it but at the end of the day all of it ties together whether it's judging somebody by their race social status marital status sex anything right yeah. <laughs> oh okay shoot well all right well yeah you're right <laughs> so i know i thought you were going to keep going there my fault <laughs> well yeah okay um yeah to piggyback on that really quickly before we close out yeah just um it is a combination of you know i guess whatever because whatever you take a, a i guess a closer look into as a person you know that is what you're going to start a uh a the knowledge on like that goes for anything that you look after to like you know know more about you know but people don't nowadays i guess take a look at the stuff that i'll say the millennial race has you know and it has opened a lot of doors that so we're you know we're climbing in age up there but it's still a lot that I feel like we have you kind of like just ripped the band-aid off like you know what's accepted you know that's expanded we we having our own beliefs is definitely a prominent thing though so it's it's, it's it comes down to all that stuff but again yeah that was me that was my last closing part i had to say you want to go ahead i mean like i said just Something that I always live by is don't judge a book by its cover because you never know what people have going on behind closed doors. You never know, you know, what other people's struggles may be. So at the end of the day, even though you may be at a different social status than them or a different race, every person at the end of the day struggles with the same things mentally, physically. So... It's just judging somebody um, by the way that they look can go deeper than just looks. It's, like I said, mentality, everything. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right. So, we're going to wrap it up with that, y'all. So, first, I just want to say thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, 
we will try to get more topics and conversations out there we definitely you know got a lot of content we're going to get done this season um just want to say thank y'all for checking us out we're going to um of course mention the twitter uh is at uh b b-o-f-s podcast <laughs> is our twitter and instagram handle all right and like i said this episode was kind of all over the place i mean it kind of was more so just a conversation just something that we have been thinking about but honestly we could probably make this a part two we could definitely continue this conversation because there's definitely a lot of more uh, information in regards to this so just want to say thank you all again for checking us out um we'll definitely get around to you guys with another episode soon uh my name is lamar this is aja and it's your breath of fresh society podcast we're out